Welcome to another edition of the Tom Green Podcast. As you can tell probably by the length of this podcast that this podcast is another solo podcast. So apologies for no guest. However, we are unable to find a guest this week as, of course, scheduling conflicts happen, like I had said before in the Indiana show. So with that being said, let's move on to our show. First, we'll hit an ad. Fanatics. Fanatics sells officially licensed merchandise for NCAA, NFL, MLB, NHL, NBA, UFC, MLS, and even NASCAR. They even have a huge selection of jerseys, shirts, hats, collectibles, memorabilia, and more, with over 400,000 items available, and many more on the way. Fanatics. As I am a fanatic of the Detroit Lions, as everybody knows, I was at the game last week against the Rams with our superfan Alex DeWitt and our Sunday Fun Day buddies Jared Bombley and Seaberg Cody Bromberg. And during that time I was at the Rams game, I got to meet another great Fox reporter. Her name is Shannon Spake, at Shannon Spake on Twitter. Great mom, great recorder, great broadcaster, and with played Shannon Spokes in Cars 3. So give Shannon Spake a follow, and hopefully at some point we'll get Shannon to come on the show to have a nice talk about sports and life. But that, with that being said, off to what we're mainly talking about, and that is the Lions-Cardinals game coming up. Detroit, well, we figured they would lose to the Rams, but they at least kept things interesting for three quarters. They made Todd Gurley, <laughs> and Todd Gurley chose to do this himself, of course, run to the end zone but stop short at the one-yard line to run time because the Lions had timeouts left, but... Three plays later, Gurley scores the touchdown this time, unlike in the Packers game, to impress his fantasy owners, his coach, and his team. So Gurley with a 30-burger in fantasy football. But moving on, the Lions-Cardinals, both teams, of course, are riding the struggle bus this year. Detroit at 4-8 and and the Cardinals at 3-9. and However, the Cardinals are probably pretty good for a 3-9 and record, and I'm not... And I'm saying that because if they would not have beaten San Francisco in week three, my friends, they could be 0-6, they could be 0-12 at this point. They could be looking deep into the eyes of an 0-16 season. However, they got they got that burger knocked out early. And now they are struggling as well at three and nine. Now two now last year when I was talking with Sarah Brooks, and hopefully we'll get Sarah Brooks on the show soon enough. That was actually the guest that I had intended on bringing once again. She worked, used to work at Fox, now works for the Special Olympics. Great job, great person, good for her. But besides the point, <clears throat> I brought in Sarah Brooks last year, and we were both thinking to ourselves, holy cow, if, if the cards literally play out right, this could be an NFC Championship matchup. Now, of course... Detroit has only won one playoff game since 1991. Uh, But, with that being said, you never know what can happen in the NFL. So we were thinking to ourselves, this could be an NFC Championship game. And now we're looking at a battle for perhaps the number one draft pick in this this game. Again, both teams struggling 4-8 versus 3-9. 425 kick, which surprised me a little bit because of the struggle bus that these two teams are going through. But because you have Philly and Dallas, 
that are taking the national markets by storm with the 425 kick. So I was a bit surprised by that. But <clears throat> we move on. Josh Rosen against Matthew Stafford. East Coast guy, West Coast guy. Josh Rosen coming from UCLA, Matthew Stafford coming from the University of Georgia. A long time ago that was, but still a Bulldog nonetheless. In fact, the Bulldogs might have needed him last week. <laughs> we'll see. But <clears throat> a battle of East Coast versus West Coast and 4-8 and eight against 3-9. and nine. Arizona, now unfortunately for us Lions fans, Arizona, when it comes to home games against our Detroit Lions, has had the Lions number. It seems like every time I've watched a Lions-Arizona game, Arizona has won out west. Now, last year was a different story. Of course, the game was in Detroit, and Detroit actually won that game to get to 1-0. and We were thinking, once again, that this is a quality victory. It turned out to be an all-right victory. Our keys to the game for Lions-Cardinals. First, <clears throat> the keys to a Cardinals victory. You stop LeGarrette Blount, and you stop the Lions running rushing attack, which, believe it or not, has actually existed this year. I know it ceased to exist the last couple of seasons because they had a 70-game streak of not having a 100-yard rusher. So once we broke that streak with Kerryon Johnson against the Patriots, <clears throat> we've had a few 100-yard rushers, all of them, of course, being the Auburn product, Kerryon Johnson. Now, Johnson's hurt this time, so for the Cardinals, they just simply have to stop LeGarrette Blunt, who really is more of a third-down guy. And unfortunately for Detroit, they're depleted. They have to start him. David Johnson is another key to the game. Get David Johnson going. A lot of fantasy owners want that, and so do the Arizona Cardinals. If David Johnson can... Get past Detroit's improving defensive line and get over 100 yards rushing, perhaps the Cardinals have a big chance at this game. And if they can show a sign of defense, now I'm not saying the Cardinals have zero defense, but the Cardinals' defense has really struggled this year, despite having Patrick Peterson as one of your corners. <clears throat> if the defense can show signs of life against Detroit, if David Johnson can run for 100 yards, and Detroit can, or and Arizona can stop Blunt from going into the end zone, you could see a Cardinals victory. As for the Lions, I say involve Theo Riddick a lot more. When you, as you had seen in the Thanksgiving Day, Day game against the Bears, if once they screened Theo Riddick, he was actually getting or, um, rushing through tackles and getting yards and getting yaks, yards after contact. If Theo Riddick can be involved in this game. Perhaps Detroit has a chance. <clears throat> show defense. They did show a little bit of defense against the Rams. Now the Rams, of course, you have to pretty much give them 28, and then it's up, it's up to you to stop them after that because that's the Rams. <laughs> Their offense has been unbelievable, and like we had said with our superfan Alex DeWitt, they're not the greatest show on turf, too but the greatest show on turf, squared. Because Alex and I are math guys, even though I'm not so much of an algebra guy. Two, and according to John Kitten, a 2x plus y equals int, not 35 or whatever the, hell, the heck it is. But besides the point, <clears throat> show defense. What do Jim Harbaugh and yours truly have in common? Good D. 
with that being said, uh, also use Kenny Galladay a lot more often. <clears throat> if they can get Galladay involved, now I know Gall Galladay will be matched up with PP, Patrick Peterson. And hopefully that doesn't, uh, that isn't a bad thing for Galladay, but <clears throat> Galladay is going to have a veteran, a veteran menace in the corner in Patrick Peterson. If he can shed him off and get his hundred yard, get a hundred yards receiving, you're going to see a Lions victory. So, if they can't use Galladay, then use Bruce Ellington, one of Bruce Ellington or T.J. Jones. If they can use one of those guys, or even Michael Roberts or Levine Toilolo, one of their tight ends, then you could perhaps win the game still without using Galladay. So. You're going to have a tough matchup against Patrick Peterson, even though the Cardinals' defense isn't though isn't the Cardinals' D that they usually are. You're going to have a tough matchup still against Patrick Peterson. <clears throat> With that being said, it's score prediction. I think actually Detroit will come out on top in this game, and it's and it's because they're still going to fight. Matt Patricia has not had a losing season in 25 years playing football. So this game is going to be huge for Matt, not only for this Detroit Lions team, but for Matt Patricia to avoid his first losing season since I wasn't even in, in existence. Yes, I'm only 23 years old, even though I sound like I'm 32 or even older. With that being said, I think the Lions will win 31-20. to I think the Cardinals will get a couple of scores despite their anemic offense, even though David yeah, with Christian Kirk being out for the season that leaves Larry Fitz and Ricky Seals Jones as their two main targets beside David Johnson. I think Detroit's going to win 31-20 and improve to 5-8 and eight, and the Cardinals are going to be looking at the number one draft pick at 3-10 and 10, and perhaps vying or fighting with Oakland for one of those draft picks. Now of course perhaps Oakland with John Gruden could switch that trade. Who knows? <laughs> but <clears throat> Lions win 31-20, improved to 5-8 and eight on the season. As for your rapid-fire games this week, unfortunately we don't have any guests for this week, so it's up to, it's up to the, the fan picks. And once again, in the fan picks and the guest picks, 8-1 is your winning record at an 888 winning percentage. Uh, in the guest pick, uh, Cody Klontz leads in the guest pick at 888 winning percentage. And in the fan rapid fire, Kyle Connolly still leads with an 888 winning percentage. With that being said, your rapid fire games for this week are Army Navy. And this is the first of two weeks where you will have a huge slate of NFL games because a college football is now outside of its regular season. So your college game, your lone college game is Army-Navy. And your NFL games are Division 1 in the AFC East, Buffalo and the Jets, which we will be having a Lions-Bills preview next week. Hopefully it's a snow game. I like snow games. Giants-Washington NFC East battle. Interconference battle, Carolina and Cleveland in the dog pound. Another one, Denver-San Francisco in San Fran. NFC East rivalry, like we had said earlier, Philadelphia and Dallas. Atlanta and Green Bay at Lambeau, the first game post Mike McCarthy. And the two night games, Sunday Night Football, LA Rams and Chicago. And Monday Night Football, Minnesota and Seattle. So send me your picks 
at Tom Green Pod, at Tom TV 23, and the Facebook page. And we hope to have a guest next time for a Lions Bills preview, as well as perhaps some bowl picks. So I hope you enjoyed this solo edition of the Tom Green Podcast. Once again, I hope that my 12 and a half minutes of filming haven't bored you to death. So this is another edition of the Tom Green Podcast. Podcast.